Who is it? Who is it? Opportunity. You're not opportunity. Yes, I am. No, you're not opportunity. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. How do you know? Because opportunity only knocks once. Okay. Who is it? The postman. No, you're not. The postman always rings twice. Okay, you got me again. How's this? What was that? I knocked three times if you want me. Well, I don't want you. Oh. Twice on the pipe, pal. Nuts. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that awaits you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. <laughs> it's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time, time, time. Okay, I've changed my mind about how to open these podcast lisa rather than celebrate Again? the people that have died i'm oh. thinking let's celebrate their birthdays I pulled in the Nazareth, was feeling about oh that's a great idea yeah. so so around about the time we were recording this was the birthday he was born in 1943 of robbie robertson from the band I have no Love. idea who that is. You don't know who the band is? You've never heard of the band? I've heard of bands, but I've you, never you, heard of one. I've never heard of a band called The Band. Isn't that How, a great name? I mean, what, that's a brilliant thing that nobody thought of that before. It just the feels band. like no thought was put into it at all. I think it's great. I think it's very clever. Like, let's forget all the other clever little names we can come up with let's just go with the band That's boring. and their and they, their first recordings was in a, a house called uh, the big pink the house pink, it was pink. in a house called the house the house yes and uh robbie robertson <laughs> no. kind of fronted the band and god they had that just they sounded different than anybody else very primal very like you'd go walk into a living room and sit down and they'd be playing right in front of you the band, Robbie Robertson. Okay. And then another birthday, uh, around about now, Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis in the News, 72 years old. Still sexy, 72 years old. One time we were, uh, I had our family in, at the airport in Maui, and we I can't remember if we were getting ready to leave or, or just arriving. I think we were getting ready to leave. And uh, my kids started playing with a, a bunch of other kids and getting kind of rowdy. And but it was they were cute and it was, it was killing time. And then uh, we look over and the kids that our kids are playing with are with their dad, Huey Lewis. So we had a little had a little exchange and then it was fun. It was very nice, very pleasant fellow. Uh, I believe he's got some sort of health issues now that are limiting the. Uh, playing that he can do but as far as i know there's still a thing huey lewis in the news yeah and then i want to mention one other birthday of uh someone in the music realm lisa Who? this person is not alive but they were born uh, around this date in 1775 and when i tell you the name of the person you're gonna smack your head and say gosh i didn't realize it was the english composer william crotch that's an unfortunate name. Yeah, I didn't. I don't even. I don't even have any particular interest in William Crotch, other than that gives me a chance to say William <laughs> Crotch. So you're just such a boy. Born in 1775. <laughs> I just want to say Crotch. Hey, hey, oh hey, Crotch, come here. Hey, Crotch. <laughs> 
Leave me alone. Hey, come here, Crotch. Hey, a bunch of us guys, we want to grab you, Crotch. Uh, leave me alone. Hey, Crotch, what's your problem? Yeah. I don't know if it would have been as bad in 1775, but uh, in 2002, uh, 2020, yeah. I should say, that would be horrible. Would. I, I always admire people that have names that are, you know, unfortunate like that, that just keep them. I would be changing my name if I had something like that, wouldn't you? Like, remember Anthony Weiner? Remember yeah. him, the guy that actually <laughs> got busted showing his Weiner? Wouldn't you change your name? <laughs> if your name was Pat Weiner, would you, that would be, I bet the, I bet the, uh, the general manager at the radio station would say, uh, Pat, we think There's you're a guy extremely, named... we think you're talented and all that, but we can't have you, your on-air name be Pat Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I knew a guy named Frank Weiner that got arrested for redundancy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Pat of wieners, Pat Wiener in the morning. <laughs> or cr- now, seriously, if you had the name Crotch, Lisa today, Crotch and, and Pat Wiener, and it depends on your profession, but if you wanted to get into showbiz, you wanted to be a, a stand-up comic, or you wanted to be a musician, yeah. Uh, think, for example, don't you think someone said to Brad Pitt, "Hey, you got to change your last name, man." You'll never make it in this business with the name. They probably like that. did, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. But uh, so good for him, and and uh, good for William Crotch as well. <laughs> and good for Anthony Weiner. Yes, Weiner. I remember when that story was the big thing in the news. Yeah, that, it's like, uh, there really? was a there was a food truck that opened around the area. It, it was called Tony Anthony's Weiners. And it was just—it was just a hot dog vendor. <laughs> Took advantage Are of the you up- sure? <laughs> Well, I don't know for sure. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, yesterday I recorded and watched most of the hot dog eating contest that they have in Coney Island. Oh, uh, that's right. They do that every July or Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Cold as a hot dog, hot as a cold hot dog, buddy. Well, bless my soul, I'm rocking, rocking on down the line. Joey yeah, Chestnut is the Babe Ruth of hot dog eating. He won again. Yeah. And, he's, um, he's won a lot of those contests. Doesn't he eat like 84 hot dogs or something? Crazy um, like I don't know how many. Yesterday was something short of that. Maybe a little over 60 hot dogs. Hot dog buddy, buddy. Hot dog buddy, buddy. You got Jesus. ten. You got ten minutes to shovel these hot dogs, and you have to eat the buns as well. And uh, so, but you don't have to eat the buns with the hot dogs. So, oh, it's it's just a disgusting thing to watch. But they're <laughs> shoveling these. They're shoveling these hot dogs sometimes two at a time into their mouths, and then they then they get the uh, buns all wet. So they'll slide down the... Oh, that's oh. smart. So you don't even chew. Jaws himself, Joey Chestnut, returns. This time on crutches, had a leg injury, not from eating, reportedly. Chestnut, 14-time winner, normal dominant self on Monday in just 10 minutes. Down 63 hot dogs, easily enough for the win. He wins for the 15th time. Though A wet bun? Would you eat a bun that's wet, soaking wet? If I uh, was hungry enough, honey, I would well, eat yeah. anything. Well, yeah. I guess so, but the, yeah, uh, it's just it's, bun. it's just a. <laughs> I would eat a wet bun as long as it didn't belong to William Crotch. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it's a disgusting display to watch. It is really. I gotta, I gotta YouTube this. I now I'm curious to see. Yeah, it. it's just nauseating, and and the announcers and and people are saying things like he is one of the greatest eaters in the history of man. You know, as like that's a title. <laughs> And or then, an accomplishment of some sort. And they said stuff like, Joey Chestnut won over this competitor last year, but he lost to him recently in a wings eating contest. So this should oh. be quite a matchup today. So yeah, these so- guys don't just eat hot dogs. They're going. They're roaming around the country shoveling yeah. crap in their mouth all over the w- different contests. That's yeah, interesting. And they're winning money, and this is how they make a living. Yeah. They are wow. professional eaters. 
And there are women that are professional eaters, too. And then the women's Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest back at Coney Island for the first time in a couple years due to COVID. Mickey Sudo, seven-time winner, made her return. She missed 2021 due to pregnancy. Holds the record of 48 hot dogs. Didn't make that record, but scarfed down enough to beat the competition. She ate 40 to win the belt for the eighth time. Uh, I might want to be a professional eater. (laughs) Well, That sounds like a good way to make money. Well, yeah, huh. geez, why, why not? But yeah. you, Joey Chestnut is not a particularly large man, and there is an Asian that a fellow I remember that won a lot of these contests, and he was a tiny little diminutive guy. You'd think he'd have to be nine hundred yeah. pounds something to shovel that much in, but right. Um, and and the, but Joey and the others are clearly gagging. They've somehow conquered their gag reflex oh, to, to shovel these things in. Uh, yeah, I just want to know how the next day goes. Oh man, in the bath in the bathroom area. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, used to work at a TV station that I worked at, and he once got asked to judge an oyster eating contest. I was in, in an oyster eating contest. Oh, you were in at, one at Anthony's. Yeah, I got oh, that's asked. A, yeah, Anthony's is the sponsor. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was on the air, a celebrity, celebrity oyster eating. Well, contest. this guy was, and I forget what it benefited, but yeah, I said, yeah, I'll do it. I love oysters. I didn't yeah. win, but how horny were you after that? <laughs> I still am. I mean, that was years ago, and do you, I still do. You am. have any idea how many you ate? I don't know. Yeah, I don't but remember. Were you impressive? I mean, did you did you place? Probably not. Hmm. No, probably not. This I guy don't... was the judge of such a contest, and he said, okay. It was one of the most disgusting things he's ever seen. Uh, somebody famously said, uh, you know, something like, the, the most courageous man is that fellow who first ate an oyster. Because you look yeah. at him, you think, oh, that's, oh, I'm not going to yeah. put that in my mouth. Right. I Personally, I love them. I just love them. I do, too. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things that don't look good that I've put in my mouth. So that's... <laughs> Okay, that that's another podcast. Okay, that's a different podcast. That's a, that's, that's, our, a, that's a new porn audio channel a, that we are that's starting. A members only paywall podcast. Yes, fair enough. Uh, at, at any rate, uh, my friend said that following the contest, the third place, uh, the third place winner ran to the railing. This was held oh, out. No, and. Uh, uh, the oysters yeah. exited. It was sicker than a dog. These guys, these people in these contests do not look well when they're done. They do not look well. Yeah. They must They must go purge afterwards. Well, if you had to pick a food eating contest, because I think I would prefer, I wouldn't, didn't mind the oyster room, but I'd prefer, oh, I know what, I know what you would be good at. You'd be good at a pie eating contest. Mm-hmm. I started singing bye, bye, Miss America. Yeah, but you'd have to get the right kind of pie. I might get a like, I was going to say lemon meringue, something that seems light that you could eat a lot of. And that's, those those contests are, uh, you can't use your hands, you have to use your whole face. Yeah, like a watermelon eating contest. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Those are very summer activity type of contests. Yeah. Why do they ever have winter food eating contests like, um, like a tur- like a roast turkey eating contest? Oh, I would or lose mashed potatoes. I would lose. I could. I might be able to place in a mashed potato eating contest. I know. I me too. I love. I love them, but I can't eat that much turkey. Yeah. I, oh, really? Uh, this is. This has been a fascinating podcast. I don't see any reason to continue. I think we have reached the pinnacle of the podcasting world now, and we should just wrap it up. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting conversation. I mean, it's just gives it you was. something to think about there. Uh, I got a um, – where is it? Hang on a second. What? What? Hang on. Have you seen it? I left it I left it on the, the credenza. Where it? That's where I left it. Well, well, look for it, would you please? Thank you. I'm sorry. I was just asking my wife to see if she had seen my moral compass. 
anywhere. But <laughs> apparently, I don't have one anymore. Uh, I don't so, know where mine went either. I think I still have one, but I it's I don't know where it is. Here's why I don't have a moral compass, Lise. We oh, tell me. We just had, um, and I wish it was you, but we had visitors. You know, summertime is when people from out of town come and uh, visit and and maybe stay a few days. Sure. Well, we and we had like five or six last. Do, do you ever have people staying with you? That you don't know, that are not like super close friends. Oh hell no! I don't know why you do this to yourself. I, I no. don't know. I don't know either. No, I don't even like some of the people that I do know well staying with me. So mm. no, no, uh uh-uh. uh. There's a ho- there's a hotel right down the road, Airbnb. I do have a good <laughs> friend. Uh, our friend Trixie is coming. She's going to come stay with me for yeah. probably about a week. She's a great. Gonna... She's a great. Yeah, person. so she'll yeah. be here. But no, I don't know. Well, and I think too. The other thing is, I think you and Patty are just lovely people, and people just want to soak in your fabulousness, that, yeah. and that's why they want to come stay with you. They want to soak I'm in our that. fabulousness the way Joey Chestnut <laughs> soaked in soaks in a right. bun. Yeah, right. Um, well, we we stupidly uh, asked William Crotch if he wanted to stay with it. No, no, <laughs> no. There, there's guys that I, I I've known them for a long time, but not an intimate friend. By any means, mm-hmm. but he's my friend and his wife by extension, not mm-hmm. Patty's uh, friend acquaintances. Although she, you know, she's she likes everybody that comes around. But, she does. She's so a very the, nice hostess. So these people they visited once before, and uh, and now they visited again. This time for a record break. They wanted to stay for nine days. Oh my God! Yeah. And you know the old saying about visitors and fish that start to smell after three days. Well, they want to stay for nine days. Fish heads, fish heads, roly-poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum! Yeah. Where are they uh, from? Uh, they're not from this planet. No, they, they're... Uh, I mean, are they are they near you? Are they Pacific no, Northwest? No, no, they're. Or, oh, okay. So they were just up here in this yeah, in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. Said, "Hey, we're going to hang for nine days." And by the way, did I mention this earlier? And I know my brother listens to this podcast. My brother Mike. Mike. Hi, Mike. You know Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike. Mike's and... cute, by the way. Your brother is very cute. No, you're not thinking of Mike. That guy looks like a box of rocks. He He's... he has a face like a busted sofa. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you haven't seen him in a while, but I always thought your brother was cute. Oh no, not him! Oh god! Oh, <laughs> well, who are you to he judge? He looks like a. he looks like he got smacked in the face front on with the ugly stick. <laughs> you are not very um, sub- objective because you're a a man and b you're his brother. So yeah, yeah. and we and we uh, we're used to wrestling with each other through our childhood. Yeah. So yeah. All right, he, so what about him? Anyway, Mike's great. You know, I'm crazy about yeah. Mike. But he and his girlfriend, uh, and ultimately, I think, maybe wife, uh, we don't know. But they, this, she lived uh, near Everett for years and years. Beautiful house. You look out, and you can see mm. the Muckleteal Ferry. And nice. Just over, it's just a great place. Well, yeah. uh, she decided... We're going to both retire. She sells the house, and they're moving to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And they picked the month of June to move to Arizona. Okay. And they are still there awaiting a, a house that will close in like three weeks from now. Okay. And, uh, you know, he'll he'll send me texts saying, it wasn't bad today. It was only 109 degrees today oh, here. Oh, God. And as appealing oh as, and so these people that are state that just stayed with us, they're from Arizona, but they clear out in the summertime. It oh, just they don't gets, like the they don't like the heat. Well, it's too much. It's too some much. I tell like you. Some people like that though. No, not for some people. I know. I, I know. Some I people know say, guy, I, I, "I like it. It's fine with Arizona. me." Yeah. I, and I, I think it's okay. I, 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 but I would never want to live there. I'd visit there. Me either. Especially in the oh, dead you. of winter. It would be kind of nice for a little break. Yeah, it would only be 80 in the dead of winter. Hmm, good point. <laughs> so they come up to the northwest in the summer months. 
They stay with relatives. They stay with friends. They hopscotch from Montana to Oregon to Washington. Nice. Back, back to Montana, staying a few days at a time. Well, first of all, this is an irritating thing to me. Uh, I'll say, I'll, he'll say, hey, we're coming up. We're going to be up. Uh, okay, how, how long do you think you're going to plan on staying? Oh, we'll just stay, I don't know, three or four months. And I said, oh, that's funny. That's funny. No, seriously, how long are you going to stay? No, no. Okay, I'll be serious. We're probably not going to exceed six weeks. Probably not. Uh, and so I can six never weeks get a, with Six yeah. weeks with you or just six weeks on their general hopscotching? With us. But again, oh. he's again he's joking around. But I okay. can't. I want to get. Now, stop kidding around now, really. Because yeah. I, I need. we need to know. We want exactly. to know. We deserve to know. Never can get it straight. But we finally, this, it looked like, okay, nine days. So oh we, we, we can't do all nine days and, we, and, and because we're going to be someplace else for a while. So it then boils down to six days. And the uh, disappointment that it's not going to be nine days, the inconvenience of that is palpable in, in his response. Like, oh, great. I guess we're going to have to find someone else to stay until then. Wow. It's like, oh, okay. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. not my problem. It's yours. Right. There's a, a certain you've you've. I had we had all this figured out, and then all of a sudden, uh, you guys are not going to be around. Uh, okay, well we'll deal with it. Anyway, that's I, annoying. I, and I don't mean to be. They're they're really very nice folks. We've known them a bit for a long time. But here's what happened. They come to they come to visit, of course, and there's there's all kinds of things. I could tell little anecdotal things, but uh, let me narrow it to just these. Okay. Uh, one night, we're, first of all, they, they want to watch certain TV shows. Anytime you have a visitor, as you know, Lisa, mm -hmm. it throws you out of your comfort rhythm. Yes, it does. You know, and, and as hard as people try to stay out of your way and give you your Good space. Guests and yeah. It invariably, uh, and, but that's fine. I mean, we want to, we don't want to live in a world of, is that's so insular that we can't let other people come into it. But you're right. It's good to be picky about who that is. Got to mm -hmm. be somebody that you really care about and, mm -hmm. and know really well and can tell, hey, get the hell out of here, would you? You know, somebody mm -hmm. that won't be offended and vice right. versa. So when yeah, I, were... I have a just just a quick note on that, my friend Trixie reminds me that whenever I have a dinner party and 10 o'clock rolls around, I tell everybody, get the F out of my house. <laughs> go, everybody get out now. Go. And, and, and be... they all laugh and they don't they don't take it the wrong way. I'm like, I'm done with you people. Go. Bye bye. Well, that's because they know you. Uh, if if there was a stranger, they go, gee, she's sure a nasty person. <laughs> with with you, they know that you're not. You're sort of kidding, but not really. But yeah, they exactly. know. Yeah, they're they're. they're yeah, it, it's, it depends on who it is. So right. so the, and you've had guests like this. Uh, we're going to have. I'm going to make this for you. It's a Tom Douglas recipe. I've made it many times, and everybody who eats it just loves it. It is a clam linguine. Yes. Uh, you've had it before. Oh, my God. It's she so does good. A, she does a rocking job on it. It's and, so uh, good. And it's just, and no, everybody just raves about it. We wanted to do that because it's special, because you guys have come to visit. Ah, we, we don't like fish. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, we don't like fish. <laughs> well, this is. Not just fish. It's, I mean, it's got pasta in it, and there's little bits of not bacon. Not technically and it, a fish. It's seafood. Yeah, it's, but it's not a bottom it's bottom dweller. <laughs> it's a shellfish, and very shellfish of you to say that. So we don't like wow. fish. Okay. Well, you know what else? Patty makes a killer cob salad, and it's really no. Nah, we don't like green anything green. We don't eat it. <laughs> we don't like we don't like vet don't like vegetables or salads or any of that kind of stuff. Well, she she's just put together a sh charcuterie plate that's got summer sausage and cheese and ah mm. ah we don't we don't care for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So so this this is how this is how the visit starts off. And so so one night we're. <laughs> 
one night we're we're watching television. We're watching a show, not of my choosing, but everybody seems fairly content. The wife of the couple has gone off to bed. She is a strict 8 p.m. go go to bed person. Really, 8 yeah. p.m. How old are these people? Well, I, I, well, they're they're old. They're even older than me. But what? Uh, but, 8 p.m. Yeah. yeah, and I guess it's that's still light outside. Yeah, that's fine in the in the winter, but in the right. summer, no. Yeah, then, I've gone to bed at seven in the in the winter after no. I've gotten hammered, and then I'm like, it's dark, <laughs> I might as well go to sleep. <coughs> Excuse me, I'll edit this coughing out. So, so we're watching TV, and all of a sudden, the guy leaps up from his chair, and he goes running to the bathroom, and as he runs, and, and forgive my Beloved oh podcast listeners, this, but oh I want to paint a vivid picture of this. As he runs, each step produces a noise. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just... Oh, it's not man, just, how embarrassing. It's not just air, Lisa. It is liquid. <gasps> it is no. It is soupy. Uh, yeah. It's soupy? Did you say it's soupy? Yes. Oh, my God. Sorry, that was an unfortunate adjective, but it, it was. Jello, America's favorite gelatin dessert, presents Lunch with Soupy Sale. And, and so then he, he goes straight into the bathroom, and then he's in there for a while, and then we hear the shower come on in there, and and, uh, and, and then... He exits and he's got different clothes on, and I get. I think guess everything's okay. Uh, the next morning, I come downstairs. They're still in bed, and I and I go to the kind of the that part of the floor just before you hit the bathroom yeah. door. And my dog Oliver oh, no. is. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I I don't need to be more vivid than that. Oh God! Yeah. And Oliver's like, hmm, mm, what is this, this? Hey, who put, <laughs> is, is this who, soup? Is this, is, this a, is this a self-serve restaurant? This is great. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And, of course, I say, get away. Get away from there. Get away. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, the little little fragments of stuff. Oh, my God. How mortifying. I If that was me, I wouldn't have, I would have slept out in my car. <laughs> I would have been so mortified well, to even yep. be in your home. I know, and, and God bless them. It happens. It happens to people as they're getting older. I mean, I've experienced different kinds of uh, uh, emergencies. Emergencies that I wouldn't have as a younger man, but but you're right. It's just oh, it was unfortunate. Gosh. And and it's, did you say I, anything? Did he say anything? No, no, I didn't did say anything. No, did you guys not look each other in the eye for the rest of the? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, I didn't say anything. I mean, what am I supposed to say? Well, I didn't mean you say anything. Like, but did he say anything? Like, I'll sorry, I had to leave so abruptly. Yeah, I wasn't no, no, it. nothing like that. Nothing like that. And I mean, I I could have said, let's just say his name was uh, his his name was Richard. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Richard. I I can't say anything. No, of course not. But here, but here's what you should expect is that there would be an appropriate and painstaking cleanup afterwards. Right, uh, a retracing of your steps yes. to ensure there's yeah. no trail. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a trail outside the bathroom and especially inside the bathroom. And what? and and this is this was the topper. The toilet paper roll had a handprint no. on it. Yes. No. Mm -hmm. No. Yep. It did not have a handprint on it. I am it. not making it up. Now that I know what I can get away with at your house and still keep coming back, mm -hmm. I'm going to be much less careful next yeah. time I see you guys. Okay, now here, now, okay, now that happened. And now the next day, oh, we, say, we say, hey, guys, there's a weird, and the, down here in Central Oregon, there's a wonderful monument. It's called the Newberry Monument. It includes a large cinder cone called Lava Butte. There is a place called Lava Cast Forest. where It's like uh, Pompeii, where all these trees were hit by lava, and they, oh. they kind of just turned into petrified, a petrified oh, forest. Really? It, yeah, it's really cool. And uh, there's a, a thing called the uh, 
lava river caves, which are really spooky and fun to go through. And then there's a beautiful lake, which for all the world is really the same thing as Crater Lake. It's a caldera, but in this case, a flow of lava and obsidian divided these lakes, so that now there are twin lakes up there. I oh, think yeah. we I think we might have tried to take you up there one time. Yeah, I think, but it was yeah. when you you visited one summer when it was particularly smoky oh, uh, because of wildfires. Crazy. And we, yeah, we thought, well, if crazy. we go up there, we'll get up above the smoke. Didn't work. It was right. Terrible. We couldn't see anything. No, it was I, terrible. We couldn't see anything. But on this day, it was a bright and sunny day. And we go up there and and we just look at the lake and walk around. It's very pleasant. And then they, they have a couple of different uh, resort lodges there. They're, they're old school. It's like 1940s Americana. It's, it's charming and wonderful and rustic. And it, look, it would look just the same in 1947 as it does now. That kind of place. Nice. So we go there and we sit down and say, hey, let's have a beer and a little something to eat. So the, the woman, woman waitress brings out the menus. We select a beverage and then and say, hey, what do you want to eat? And the guy that I've just called Richard looks mm-hmm. at the menu and he goes, I think I'll have a cup. No, wait, a bowl of your chili. Mm. <laughs> and I turn, I turn to Patty and I lean into her and I whisper, he's reloading the weapon. My now, God. you would think... Uh, you would think after that previous night, yeah, that the last thing you would do, yeah, is uh, you know stoke the cannon with more fodder, but that's <laughs> kind of what he did. Yeah, you should be having cheese or something that binds. <laughs> I know, I, I, you know, I'm just cheese. this podcast alone could be Exhibit A. On the, uh, uh, in, uh, you know, the divine court for why Pat Cashman should go to hell. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're taking me with. Yes. Sister. You, have, you need no more evidence than yeah. that. Uh, oh my God. What a nightmare visit. Well, oh. it's just, it's just tough. It's tough. It is tough. People are all different and what might outrage somebody else might right. just say, well, that's okay. I mean, it right. happens, you know. Okay, no but big, one no more thing. Deal. Just okay. just one more oh, thing. Jesus okay. Christ. So, what? The, you know, we're we're making meals and and Patty's just Patty works so hard when people come. She's great host. She hostess. does. She is a fantastic cook. She thinks of everything. Um she just it's just lovely to eat Patty's food and yeah, she's just really Well, that's sweet of you. Good. You, there, there are some things that uh, I think are incumbent on a visitor that just should go without saying. Okay. Uh, like, you kind of clean up after yourself. Uh, you offer to do the dishes or help with the dishes or help with the food costs or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Of course. Uh, that didn't happen too much in this uh, particular case. But one night they said, boy. Same voice I always use. I know. Boy. Here, I'll do a different one just, just for variety. <laughs> do that one. That's, now I'm getting used to Richard and his voice. Okay. Boy, you know, it'd sure be good to have a pizza. You guys got a hankering for pizza tonight? We sure do. That'd be great. And we're picking up the tab, by the way, on this oh, one. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's nice. That's great. So Richard, let's say, calls the uh, one of the pizza joints out here that delivers and uh, orders up this big pizza and uh, maybe some salad. I can't remember. So then it's it's going to be, he said it's going to be about 45 minutes. Okay. All right. So then he and I go and we sit out on our deck and we're chit-chatting about things. And, and then after about 45 minutes or so, Patty comes to the door and says, out to us. She says, the, the uh, pizza delivery guy is here. And okay. So, but you know, then Richard makes no effort to get up and uh, deal with that. So Patty uh, says, oh, "Don't worry, I paid him. I paid for the pizza and everything." When she comes back, and and then Richard says, "Oh no, no, we 
We agreed we would pay for this. So you changed he changed your voice. You just changed Richard's voice. Oh, you're voice. right. Oh, no, we agreed <laughs> that don't listen to my brother with the deeper voice. Listen to me. <laughs> that was his wife. I it think. was his wife. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Richard, did the pizza come? Yes. Yes, honey, it's here. So, so, so he lays down a wad of cash onto the kitchen table. I didn't even okay. count. I didn't look at it. I just saw, oh, that's, well, okay, that's nice. I never gave it another thought after that. You don't yeah. want to be a host that eagerly scoops up the money. Ha, ha, yes, yeah. <laughs> and count it all. And count it. Wait a minute. There's only $13 here. <laughs> so, so, but it sat there. And then it sat there for the next day. And then the day uh, came when they are going to leave. They're going to depart. They're going on to Visit somebody else. Thank God. And so they collect up all their stuff. And and I don't know about you, but when you come to a place to stay, usually you bring something. You might like bring beer with you or uh, walnuts or something. Yeah, some sort of a yeah. – those. that is called a hostess gift that you, yeah. you you don't show up at someone's home empty-handed. You bring flowers or you bring wine or – is that what you're talking about? That and, and just general food stuff. That yeah. we brought, in, you know, uh, potato chips and all that kind of stuff. So uh, they they scoop up all that stuff and they put that into their travel bag. And then Patty knows. Oh, I the, see what you're saying. Just stuff that they brought for for. Yeah, they're they're taking it all back with got them it. again. Yeah. Okay, got it. Which I guess mine. That's fine. But um, it's theirs after all. Sure. And then uh, let's see what. Uh, the, so oh, oh, then he gets into the refrigerator and he starts pe- picking up these. Uh, packages of cheese and patty said well uh, well that's that's all our cheese you know i it's kind of expensive cheese that we buy and he goes, oh and he goes oh oh sorry i didn't realize oh okay he puts it back so then there's a lot of hurry scurry you know getting things packed up and all that so then they get their car loaded and they drive away see you later see you later and that's when I discover on the kitchen table that the, all that cash got scooped back up. What? Yep. They didn't leave it, after all. Would you think that was just like a... Wait, no, that can't be a mistake when you see money sitting on a cash. No, it's not a mistake. Wow. Yeah, that, that, one, that one kind of floored me. Uh, see, that's not even funny now. That's just sort of horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's kind of funny, but I don't think that's funny. I think that's just beyond the pale. I mean... I My only thing is, I wanted to know how much money it was. <laughs> well, was that's it... the good news. It probably wasn't even the forty-five bucks, like no. you said. It was no. probably twelve ones. 12 uh, so anyway, that so that uh, that's oh, just some God. of the the story. And you you know, this thing started when uh, as a family thing that we do when we have visitors. And this included my mother, by the way. Uh, anybody, you know, the Pope, uh, Barack and Michelle Obama, uh, mm-hmm. anybody, I don't care who you are, you wear out your welcome after a while, and, and it, it's time to go. Yeah. You know, and nobody ever stays the perfect amount of time. They always stay I too think, long. See, I think three days is the perfect amount of two. Three days is pretty perfect. Yeah, we start getting into into four and five. It's it becomes. I mean, you can give up your routine for three days and really yeah, enjoy yeah, people's sure. company. Of course, and they don't tend to get super annoying around until around the fourth day. But it sounds like these people were annoying right out of the gate. So I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Well, no, don't be. And I now I want to erase everything we've just recorded because I I feel horrible. There was a guy um, two days ago at our place. We again, our, our little place here in a, Central Oregon is quite adjacent to a bicycle and walking path. It's yeah, paved. it's right out front. It is. You could yeah. spit on the path from yeah. sitting on your porch. And so we've made friends with people just casually walking by. We see regular people that come here to vacation maybe two, two or three times a year. Uh, there's a wonderful couple who has an autistic child. They always come by in their three tri-bikes, you know, like tricycles, but they're bicycles. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the kid always has a big grin on his face. I don't know if he can speak or not, but he always 
smiles big and waves and the mm-hmm. mom and dad are older folks and they're just sweet as can be. And so there, there's a, a bunch of regulars that come by through the course of a year that it makes it really charming. And we like having a, a house and a deck close to the trail because we really enjoy the parade of zanies that go by. And there are some nutballs that, that go by as well. But anyway, I'm going way too long here. So it started with my mother. And she goes, uh, when we were in Seattle, we t- I take her to the airport. She's Her visit is over. She gets out of the car, say goodbye, see you, Mom. And she goes to the uh, entryway into the uh, into the terminal. And they got those automatic, you know, Star Trek doors <laughs> that open yeah. and close. So she's waving goodbye. She goes into the door. It opens. And Patty and I, out the window, yell, Yee-haw! <laughs> Horrible, I know. But it's just, it's, funny. it's for our own amusement. <laughs> and it's become a family joke. We do it no matter who visits now. Right, right. They, everybody knows that's coming. The minute they leave, you guys no, are yeehaw. No, we do it so they can hear it, you know. Right. They, they could be just down, a little ways down our street, and then they instantly they can And people said, I heard that. I heard we have a neighbor that said, Hey, I heard the yeehaw yesterday. So I guess your guests (laughs) have left, right? (laughs) That's very funny. I guess there's no point to that story other than that. But so if you ever get a yeehaw, uh, I guess is what I'm saying. It's it's done with love. It 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 wouldn't we it's just a joke. It's a it's a silly bit that we do all the time. I think those are those things are funny. Uh, hey, listen, do we have some time here before we get to the joke? Because I have a little announcement I want to make yeah. that I, I want to <clears throat> get your honest reaction to. Yeah. Uh, I haven't shared this with very many people. It's a decision I actually just made in the last week. Mm. And I'm... Sounds heavy, man. Interested in knowing, well, what do you think it is? What do you mean you think it's it's heavy? What do you mean? What do you think it is? Here's what I think you're going to tell me. Oh, okay. What? You have decided to adopt a child. Oh, God, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't like children very Well, there much. was a time when you had pondered it, I remember. Was, I did ponder it. I was getting 20 years my, ago. Yeah, yeah, I was in my 40s. I was single, and I thought, you know, these the, I'm losing eggs at a at alarming rate here. Um and maybe I should just think about adopting. And my friend Trixie and I, we actually, there was an adoption seminar that mm-hmm. was down in Renton. Yeah. And she and I, she, I said, will you go with me? Because I don't know what to expect. And I don't know, you know, any. so she went with me. <laughs> Everybody there was like, oh, look at the cute lesbian couple that wants to adopt a baby together. <laughs> Well, <laughs> they they thought we were together, but no, I I'm not gonna adopt it. But uh, no, okay, no. I, I thought okay. Now I'm I'm gonna stop guessing and let's get to it. Okay, so what I have decided to do is I have decided that I am going to stop coloring my hair. I am going to stop coloring my hair. I kind of wish I had thought about this during the lockdown, which I think is when a lot of women. Um, decided they're just going to embrace their grays. And and this was something I thought about doing a, quite a few years ago. And my friend Richard, who you met, um, I told him, I said, you know, I, I sat next to this woman on the plane. I was flying somewhere for business. And she just had this, she had the most beautiful silver hair. And she just had this confidence and sparkle in her eye. And, and, and I thought, oh, man, she's just rocking this. And I thought... I should just and he said no you can't no I'm not letting you not color your hair you're too young so I sort of put it on the back burner and it came up again uh, somebody mentioned it this week and I said yeah you know I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna move forward with that so I'm gonna be embarking on this journey to I'm gonna quit coloring my hair I'm tired of dumping chemicals on my head mm-hmm. and why not just embrace it so and I have a couple of friends who've done this you know we're all kind of in that age group now 
Um, well, well, you, do you do you know what to expect? I mean, have you ever? What, what do you think is going to happen? You might not come out gray. It might come out brown, or you, do you know? Oh no! Oh no! No no! I am. Uh, I colored my hair about a month ago, and I haven't colored it since. So now I'm getting the roots in the in the hairline and there's just there's a lot of really beautiful silver and stuff going on there but yeah you know i you don't know what's going to happen you don't really know i i think the <clears throat> i think the coolest time in the for example an actor like Cary Grant's Demean, uh, his look was when he let himself get gray as he got older. Okay, but see, this is a very different thing. It's, it's a, a very, very different, different thing for a man than a woman. It's very different for right. a man. And um, I think if you get a chance to maybe Google Andy McDowell, she uh, yeah. showed up at the Cannes Film Festival last year. I wouldn't mind Googling Andy McDowell. I'll tell you that exactly. right now. And you know what? She looks absolutely beautiful. She said, I just didn't want to color my hair during lockdown, and I decided to embrace it. And she said, it's felt like a... And her managers were trying to talk her out of it. And she's like, no, I feel like this is a power move I'm doing. And she looks beautiful with her curly... It's just beautiful. So okay, but I'm kind of scared, but, but I'm doing price, it. And What price is she going to pay? Is she not going to get roles that she used to be considered for? I'm sure that is... I'm sure that that's is part of the equation here for her. I'm sure that's what her manager was trying to talk was trying to tell her. But um, I, I really love that we're embracing this now uh, more than we ever have. Women more and more are just like you know, screw this. I'm gonna I'm gonna just be natural and not spend all this money and time. You have to sit in a salon chair, you know, or unless you do it at home, every four to six weeks. It's just a pain in the ass. It's expensive, um, and I'm excited. But here's the thing, it, you know, I may change my mind and go, nah, I want to, I want to go back and color my hair. So it's just hair. It's just hair. Who cares? I am not, um, I'm not ashamed to admit that I color my hair. People say, you color your hair? And I say, no, I have someone that does it for me. <laughs> That's sort of so, a yeah. deflective thing. <laughs> but but I, I yeah. do it, I do it not for vanity, but I do it because, and I've seen it happen that you, you know, I, I do a lot of commercials and freelance stuff and right on camera things and uh it, it's like the old thing where when you're starting out like in the voice business, there's an old cliche four-pronged thing that says you know starts with who's pat cashman mm -hmm. and then and then the next step is hey let's get pat cashman mm -hmm. and then the third thing is hey let's get a pat cashman type <laughs> and then the fourth one is Who's Pat Cashman? It starts right back at the beginning again. <laughs> right. So, so I feel like, uh, yeah, let's, I'm going to try to uh, be artificially younger looking than uh, just for perception purposes and for having a shot at getting roles in, in uh, mm -hmm. occasional TV shows and commercials that I, that might be otherwise they figure uh, that's way out of our demo, man. He's too old. <laughs> Do but you I'm, I'm going to get, ever... yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It might even you think happen. You'll embrace this. it someday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. The, yeah. Maybe very soon too. Okay. <gasps> I got a, I got a pretty good idea. I mean, based on my you know, two or three, four day growth of beard, it's, that's pretty gray. So I yeah. figure, I figure my hair is going to go the same way. Well, and the and, nice thing is you still have hair. I mean, there's some men who age that lose their hair, yeah. and you've got good hair. So I think your hair would probably look pretty good, all salt and peppery. So yeah, you know. and, and so I'll, I'll do that. So I support you, but like you said, let's just see how I like it. You know, maybe I'm. Well, not this isn't like... about you. No, no, I'm talking about you. Oh, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking for you. Uh, I thought all of a sudden this is going to be whether or not you wanted me to have gray hair. Well, you you caught me. Yeah, I was trying to make it all about me. Hey, can yeah. I tell you one more quick story before we yeah, leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to give it justice. I went to visit a cousin of mine. Uh, he and his wife have this uh, place uh, up in what is called the Ochico Mountains. And they, uh, they have this off-the-grid place. They've had it for years and years. 
and it is truly off the grid. They just have solar for electricity and propane, and that's it. It's very. They have per- what? They have what for electricity? Solar. Oh, and, solar. Okay, solar and, panels. Got and, it. Yeah, and, and then propane. I, I said, hey, you got a refrigerator? How about that? He said, no, that's how, that's being run on propane. So everything, all the lights. They recently were able to get internet there, and he get he put a, an old fashioned TV antenna on top of the house, and they can pull in a few stations here and there. But uh, just the greatest guy. He's my first cousin. I love the guy. He's the one of I, people I admire the most. And he mm. uh, he told me about a, a recent family gathering that the story that made me just fall out of my chair because I was asking him. I said, "What is the dynamic like his family?" He is one of 13 kids, big wow. Catholic family, first cousins. Um, and I said, what, 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 now that we're all grown up, what is the, what is this general central Oregon like? Is this a blue area? Is it red? Where is it all at politically and mindset wise? And he said, well, uh, I think it's pretty rednecky for the most part. And he told a story about this guy and they had a family gathering recently and one of the members of the extended family was there. And this guy is, uh, you know, is a hunter. And he's, he's kind of a man's man sort of guy, you know. And, mm-hmm. like that. and he, it comes up in the conversation, and this is what he says. You know something? I decided I'm getting rid of my dog. Anybody want a dog? Mm. I'm sick of this thing. And they say, well, well, you've had that dog for like eight years. Uh, what's the problem? He said, all right, I'll tell you what the problem is. I'm out in the front yard of my place talking to a neighbor. They've got a dog, too. My dog's a, you know, a male dog. Their dog's a male dog. Their dog comes over, and the next thing I know, I look over, and my dog has gone from sniffing the other dog's butt to licking its penis. <laughs> I got a gay dog. And I'm getting rid of it. Oh, my God. That made me fall out of my chair. Are you kidding me, man? He has a gay dog. He has a gay dog. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? I thought thought dogs just did that. Oh, my God. Isn't that that the best? Oh, my Lord. so funny. These are are the people. These are my people, Lisa. These are my people. Yes, I know. Oh, God. I don't even think we need a joke of the day after that. No, that, that you're right about that. Should we just that's... call it good? I think we should. Okay, Gay dog. <laughs> oh, the old gray mare, she kicked at the whipple tree, kicked at the whipple tree, kicked at the whipple tree. The old gray mare, she kicked at the whipple tree many long years ago. Oh, the old gray mare, what she used to was, what she used to was, what she used to was, the old gray mare. What she used to was many long years ago, many long years ago, many long years ago. Oh, the old gray mare ain't what she used to was, what she used to was, what she used to was. The old gray mare ain't what she used to was many long years ago. Oh, I ain't got nothing and no place to put it, no place to put it, no place to put it. Oh, I ain't got nothing and no place to put it many long years ago, many long years ago, many long years ago oh, I ain't got nothing and no place to put it no place to put it no place to put it oh, I ain't got nothing and no place to put it many long years ago Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.